Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cammie Berthum, our producer, Paul Sadek, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. You know, we all focus more attention on the poor and the sick during Lent, but Steve Hawkins does it year-round, helping foster the Friends of Dorothy Day, and also as a member of the Order of Malta. Steve, welcome to the program. Uh, Patrick, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here. So great to have you with us. And I want to, before we get into Friends of Dorothy Day, I want to just ask you, Steve, have you always had a passion for serving specifically the poor and the vulnerable? And where did that, where did that desire originate? Uh, Patrick, I wish I could say that um, this has been a lifelong passion, but it quite honestly didn't come about until a little bit later in my life. In uh, 1995, I was having a personal crisis, and um, literally uh, took the opportunity to serve with loaves and fishes from my parish um, and got and got hooked, found that loaves and fishes, that time on the fourth Friday of every month, I'd find solace and comfort, regardless of how difficult my day had been, being with those whom Christ loved the most. Mm. And since then, it's been uh, a growing part of my life as a Catholic. Wonderful. Introduce us, if you would, to the Friends of Dorothy Day. Uh, back in um, 2009, uh, Catholic Charities came to us, uh, those volunteers from St. John Newman, um, who were serving in loaves and fishes, and asked for a little bit of assistance. Um, they were facing, for the first time, uh, the real possibility that that winter, they would need to begin turning away uh, men and women seeking shelter at night. Mm. So a group of volunteers got together and agreed to staff an emergency overflow shelter. Um, and for the following eight winters, um, men and women um, would provide the necessary assistance each evening um, to provide space uh, for those in need who otherwise wouldn't make it into the regular shelter. Hmm. We'd arrive at 7 o'clock at night, do a little prep work, uh, admit up to 40 men, and then spend the evening socializing with them before we'd all bed down at 10 p.m. at night. We'd be back up the following morning about 6 o'clock to share coffee together before everybody would head on their way for the day. Volunteers home if they were retired, uh, if they worked, off to the job. And those who were our guests would head out to find somewhere to remain warm for the day till the overflow opened again that evening. Mm. After eight winters, Catholic Charities had finished construction of 
the new higher ground facility in St. Paul. Yeah, sure. Uh, which would accommodate uh, up to 500 residents. Uh, that facility opened in January of 2017. And today, the Friends of Dorothy Day continue to offer uh, or continue to serve uh, food and friendship on a nightly basis to men and women who are rebuilding their lives and returning to sustainable, independent living again at the Higher Ground facility. Wonderful. And Steve, if I may ask, in all of your years of experience now uh, helping out with this particular ministry, um, can you relate even, uh, just for our for our own interest, can you relate a story about uh, how your ministry, how you're maybe meeting one specific person has touched you and helped you grow in your faith? I'm not sure it's uh, easy to limit that. Uh, to one person. <laughs> sure, um, right. Our being in community with those whom Christ loved the most um, brought us into a friendship um, few actually experience with those on the margins of our society. While we lived, literally lived those winters with um, the most vulnerable we built uh, true friendships um, by assisting those who were uh, suffering with illness, making sure they were taken care of at the hospitals. And in more than uh, a couple of cases, caring for those who passed away. Uh, you never think about it, but what happens when... Uh, a homeless person dies uh, without family or friends. Friends of Dorothy Day were there um, in particular for a gentleman, a gentleman by the name of Gary Smith, uh, one of our very first residents who joined us uh, in that winter of 2009, 2010. Um, in the summer of 2014, Gary took quite ill. Uh, his kidneys were failing. Um, with Catholic Charities' help, uh, we got uh, him an apartment in South Minneapolis and furnished it for him, and then uh, ended up driving him three days a week to and from his VA appointments. If you're familiar with... Um, the dialysis process, it has a significant impact on uh, the life of an individual whose kidneys are failing. And Gary returned to excellent health um, thanks to that dialysis. But sadly, in the, on January 15th, 2015, Gary passed away of a heart attack. Mm. Um, we uh, asked for Gary's body, saw that it, uh, that he would have a proper burial, had a, held a small ceremony at our overflow shelter, and uh, prepared to intern him at Fort Snelling Cemetery in the spring of 2015. Hmm. In the weeks that followed, we did find 
Gary's family in Philadelphia. And that summer actually ended up returning his remains to them, where he's now interred at um, Washington Crossing National Cemetery, uh, just outside of Philadelphia. Gary touched us all um, with his compassion for others, his care. Tim Marks, um, former CEO of Catholic Charities, even made note of Gary and Gary's influence on Tim's life Hmm. during Tim's retirement uh, event earlier this year. So Gary touched us all even though he was on the fringes of society, mm-hmm. letting us know that Christ is truly present, not only in family and close friends, but those whom we least acknowledge most uh, often in the poor. Yeah. May I ask, Steve, what if, if this is uh, something that is on offer for those who would seek to volunteer with the Friends of Dorothy Day, you did mention that it's about giving food and friendship to those whom Jesus loves the most on, on a nightly basis. And if that's the case, then um, is, there, is there this opportunity to enter into a true friendship with some of the people who are being served? Um, most definitely. Um, we've got a website www.friendsofdorothyday.org tells our full story, uh, our history, our mission, um, and has a sign-up. Each evening, um, four volunteers arrive at the Higher Ground facility in St. Paul, do some light prep work before opening up and serving dinner to about 60 residents, um, and then spending time with them. It's a little bit different than the typical loaves and fishes ministry, uh, where we simply pass a tray of food to an individual and wish them a nice day. Mm-hmm. Friends of Dorothy Day take very seriously the need for us to become friends with those individuals on the margins. So it becomes an integral part of our meal service each evening at higher ground. Mm. We're normally done and cleaned up by 9 p.m. at night, and Unlike those early days at the overflow shelter, we no longer need to sleep overnight on mats on the floor. Okay. Um, but uh, individuals are so encouraged to join us, whether they can be with us one night a year or one night a month or even uh, more frequently. Hmm. That's wonderful. And I see, again, friendsofdorothyday.org is the website. And I see on the website here, it says there are a thousand volunteer shifts needed throughout the year. Is that correct? Um, Absolutely. Each night, um, we could use four volunteers, and that's 365 nights a year. Mm. On Wednesday evenings, we host 
ice cream socials, and we need uh, uh, an additional four volunteers. And uh, then on the last Friday of every month, we also host bingo for the building. Um, and we need uh, additional volunteers as well. So it's well in excess of uh, a thousand volunteer nights per year. We're currently wow. blessed to have about 500 volunteers from throughout the archdiocese who either pray for or participate in our evening events. And for that, we're most grateful. Wow. Well, Steve, we thank you for introducing us to the Friends of Dorothy Day, and I pray that there's much fruit that comes from this discussion and that people will take the opportunity to volunteer their time in this way and to develop some true friendships that will unquestionably change their life forever. Steve Hawkins, thank you so much for joining us here on Practicing Catholic. May God continue to bless you in all your good work for the poor as you serve as an example for us all. Patrick, thank you very much. All right. Well, we've heard some great things on the show today, but we're going to head into our final break. We're not quite done yet. Is your practice of the faith becoming stagnant? Do you need some new ideas? We've got just the thing. Stick with us. 